Yeah. Uh-huh. Stunt one on one. Hello, welcome to the Inside Slant Season 2, Episode 1. We are kicking off the 2023-2024 season. I am your host, Derek Vu. And this is Austin, a.k.a. Alstein. We got Chris. Sean, a.k.a. Scott. I got Ryan. All right, we got we got week one coming up on Sunday, boys. Rams at Seahawks. I know we're excited for this new season. Um, you know, we got some new things from store for you guys. We got a new cover art. We got some new logos, and we got some more things we're excited for this season, guys. Let's let's just start it off. What everyone's excited about these throwback jerseys. What are our thoughts on the Royals coming back? Ooh. Absolutely clean. I'm not gonna lie. I've been to the pro shop like five times now, so I do have a few jerseys. Even got some memorabilia in the back here. I love it. Oh, yeah, nice I wanna, helmet. I see that. I want to give a shout out. Shout out to Ian for letting us use his uh, what is it, blue blue coat or something? Blue, <laughs> blue pride. Blue pride matters. It is blue pride. about deals here. Um, this is. This marks the first time we're going to wear these since I believe 2002. Um, I mean, the, 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 everything about these jerseys, the details is awesome, guys. Um, I think we're going to wear it. The first game is against the Browns. Uh, it's like around Halloween weekend. And then I think we're going to wear it again against the Dallas Cowboys. We have a Thanksgiving game later this year. I think that's the problem. We're only wearing it twice, right? Yeah, uh, NFL rules allows you to wear your throwback jerseys twice. It's kind of whack. Uh, I think we Aww. we took out like the wolf gray or something like that from our rotation. Is that right? Yeah, we're we're keeping the action uh, greens. So uh, take that as you will. I, I know there's all some. I, I like, all I know is I'm wearing it every week. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do we make it the permanent unit? Yeah, I, I know I got one for offense and defense, boys. We're rolling. <laughs> This actually looks cleaner than the uh, than the uh, normal jerseys. Yeah, bro, it's just trash. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Oh, all right, so the the next topic. Uh, what else we're we excited about? I know we're excited about these rookies, but one rookie in particular, Austin. Jason from the Ohio State University. I hate that introduction. <laughs> I always hate Ohio State, but damn, they make a good receiver. Uh, he broke his hand in the preseason. He, miraculously, he's coming back. He he's practicing. I think like ten days after uh, get, going through surgery with the cast on his hand in practice. Yeah, he was catching um, with the cast too. It was pretty wow. funny. <laughs> damn. Yeah, but he's Dude, playing uh, game. I, he's playing game one, right? Yes, he he's, uh, he's not even on the injury board. Wow, Jesus, what a beast. Uh, speaking of the injury report, we uh, K nine is off the injury report. Um, questionable is uh, Damian Lewis, guard, and uh, Prez Jamal Adams. The return. Um, I think a spoon's out, 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 right? Spoon's out, right? Jam- Sorry, out. you're right. Jamal Jamal's out. Questionable is Spoon and Lewis. You're right. And uh, Kenny McIntosh. Yeah, McIntosh oh, is out. Damn. That's 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 disappointing because uh, he looked pretty good in the preseason. You guys went to the uh, practice, right? The um... yeah, that went to the. That was literally where he got hurt. The <laughs> sand practice, freak, freak yeah. play. Yeah, it's time yes. time for Sharbo stuff. Up. And then they put uh, they put Derek Young on the IR. Right, but IR uh, you can come back after four weeks, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. All right. Cool. Um, and next topic. How about year two without Russ? I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm much more excited right now than I was last year. Yeah, I feel like for me with Russell this year, like I have no incentive to root or against him. So you know, it's all love on this side. Future uh, Ring of Honor uh, Seahawks. So yeah, I hope he has a good year. We don't we don't have a uh, we don't have any more Broncos picks that we really need to. The trade is uh, done. We didn't trade uh, back or anything. Sick. I thought we got. Didn't we take their uh, third round or something like that? Yeah, what was that good trade? Yeah, yeah, what was that? I, forgot, I forgot exactly. It was, was in the guy. draft though. You're talking yeah, about they, right. No, they, they oh, we traded, traded back, back and then we got their third for next year, yeah. I think, right? It might have even been the second round pick. But uh, Chris, he said future ring of honor, huh? No pun. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> future <laughs> ring of honor. Wait, wait, that one. <laughs> oh, glad you caught that. <laughs> Very interesting. I, I, I see. Yeah. I see. You listen to the Quavo album too. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We have the Broncos third round pick in twenty twenty four. So okay, it's just semi incentive. So it's, uh, yeah. it's not that far out. So all the it's first rounds crazy. are good. Yeah, year two without Russ. I think um, Gino. You know that he has a whole fan base behind him. He has a whole team behind him. Um, I'm looking for a huge year from Gino. I think forty five hundred plus yards. 35 plus TDs. Yeah, I think Ambitious. I think last year was like first year how are we going to how are we going to form ourselves um but I think it's like we see our identity actually like coming together and we're actually a passing offense with some with some playmakers and the defense we saw the plays but hopefully we they can actually like come together this year. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of the defense, I know we got one guy coming back, Bobby Wagner, our captain quite possibly the best Seahawk of all time. It's it's up there. Um, hopefully he gives us back an identity. I know uh, our defense wasn't that great last year. Um, and honestly, I hope Bobby still, still got it. What do you guys think about that one? Now the Bobby signature is huge. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was, uh, you know, when you, when you sign older players, you kind of take it with a grain of salt. But um, Bobby, I think he's still at the top of his game. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer, so he's a little different. Uh, I think PFF degraded him 90.7 last year, which is the highest grade for linebackers. So, you know, he's going to bring back our identity. I think he he's probably going to be the biggest signing or readdition to the team this year. And uh, speaking of uh, Russ, I hope uh, one day, you know, Russ gets the, the Bobby treatment where he can come back to a, a loving <laughs> fan base, maybe, maybe like five, six years down the road, a one-year contract. I think Bobby is going to – He's not going to be as like physical, um, and that's, I don't think that's the identity. But I think he's going to bring back smarts to our defense, like actually reading holes right, actually reading plays right. Like, because our young backers, or sorry, our linebackers are really young, um, and so who who who's like Devin Bush, Jordan Brooks, Brooks, Bobby, uh, Rad- Radigan, Radigan, um, but I guess mainly Devin Bush and Jordan <clears throat> Brooks, right? So hopefully, because we're running a three four this year, or or. or we're doing, we're doing three, four. Uh, yeah, running three, three four, four like yeah. we did last year. Yeah, so that's I think the I think that's the main thing I'm looking forward to with Bobby. Just nice like composed like linebacker play. Yeah, I'm excited for Bobby to be the leader of our defense. You know, our defense is extremely young, a lot of rookies, second years, so he can really show them 
you know, where to be and also keep them all disciplined. Yeah, I think I will just add, I'm, I'm tempering my expectations on what to really expect out of Bobby this year. Um, but I think for sure he's going to make an impact. I think side note too, there was like this article, I don't know if you guys caught it, Cody Barton was low-key sending shots about like our, our defense or something last year. I think it was the, so funny. Like Cody Barton just talking shit, but I thought it was just so random um, saying that, com- that the commander's current defense is like the best he's ever been on. Like, bro. <laughs> I don't know why you need to take shots at our defense. It was it was laughably bad with you being a part of it or Chris Barton. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, Cody Barton is the starting middle linebacker for the Commanders. Wow, says a lot. That's a lot. You know, it's, it's it certainly wasn't Cody Barton's fault that he followed Jared Goff on the read option, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shout out to Jared Goff. You're leading to the Chiefs, a win over the Chiefs yesterday. You know, it was impressive. Put the lead one on touchdown. Notice. One touchdown in the first quarter. Never, you know, no other touchdowns from him, but whatever. Uh, okay, so the best thing to come out of the preseason, preseason, guys, I think we can all agree, is Jake Bobo. Uh, yeah. 499 speed, undrafted out of UCLA. The man can get some separation. He's got some hands. I'm starting to think he tanked that that 40 speed, dude. Like that 40 time, I feel like this is not not truly accurate, you know. But but definitely excited for him. Um, it it so doesn't make sense. He's always open. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and like I'm seeing his cuts, they're not like crazy like fast cuts, but I don't know. It's he's getting open. Might have a new uh, Seahawks legend in the making of Boba. He's might be our new Doug, <laughs> undrafted guy. They always turn out the best with this team somehow. I'm not gonna lie, uh, Drew Lock was like kind of throwing some nice passes in the preseason. Oh yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, I think they're they're very high on Drew Lock. But I just don't know where he'd play because I feel like Gio's got locked down, right? Yeah. Unless we're but it's just, good to know you have like that security, you know? Yeah, exactly. You, know, you never know in the NFL, especially with our wide receiving core too. Knowing that last year, what we had Marquise Goodwin, he got hurt, and then our third well, receiver was like. But now this year we have Jason, and then we also have Bobo Death. You know, we have a lot of a lot of security on our team. Yeah, man. D. Eskridge <clears throat> is supposed to be a our third. What is he? He's 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 hurt, right? It's uh, uh, for suspended. six games. Or it's yeah. suspended. Yeah. Suspended, suspended for yeah. six. What is he suspended for again? Uh, domestic violence. Oh. We uh, we don't condone that on this show. <laughs> what yeah. are you? <laughs> yeah. Cut his ass. <laughs> Just to put it into a little perspective on Jake Bobo, honestly, I fell into some stereotypes. He ran a 4.99. Uh, Vince Wolfork, 300-pound defensive lineman. I think you guys all know him. Ran a five oh eight. So you're gonna tell me this guy barely can beat out Vince Wilford <laughs> in straight line speed. <laughs> I guess I'm just not sending him any go routes. <laughs> but the separation that he gets on these routes, the release, it's insane. He he's a technician for sure. Yeah. Be exciting to see him in the in the real game. I think uh the Rams secondary is pretty bad too, so it'd be a great first game for him to to get into. We'll see what he's about. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, okay. Let's uh, 
you know, we're talking about what we're excited about this season, guys. I know we got some things that makes us a little bit nervous. Maybe some things we got to watch throughout the season. We have uh, like a brand new D line, um, particularly kind of a relatively new, uh, a lot of new, new names. I think we got Draymond Jones. Um, one one returning Jared. name. One returning name. Yeah, Jared oh. Reed's back. Oh, yay. Um, <laughs> yay. <laughs> you know, we got Mike Moe. We got a new Mike Morris. We got a couple rookies. Mario Edwards. Uh, yeah. What what do you guys want to look for in the D line, and maybe like some some key indicators of we're going to be good or it's going to be another long season? Oh, the one name that stuck out to me preseason, Boye Mafe. I think that's Ooh. an impact player that Ooh. I think he's going to be taking the leap this year, along with uh, Darrell Taylor. So I think those are my two guys that I'm hoping. Um, I don't know. We'll have we'll have some more impact this year. So I think that's that's what I got my eye on. They were saying Boy Mafe was like owning in practice uh, throughout the offseason. Yeah. Um, I didn't track him during the preseason, though. I think uh, he looked good. Yeah, he got had some flashes. Oh, that's right. Actually, week one, he was doing pretty well, I remember. Oh, and Derek Hall, the rookie, right? The uh, uh, oh, Derek yeah. Wynard. Derek Hall. Man, Mike Morris was also the rookie, right? Uh, Brian Monet's out. But uh, back to Boye Mafe, uh, Michael Bennett actually came back. So it's, it's a big theme, I feel like, <laughs> ever since someone left, that um, a lot of ex-Seahawks are coming back to practice. They're coming back, like, mentoring, not in, like, a, an official title, uh, so to speak, but, like, you see Sherm, you see KJ, um, Mike Bennett, who, who's pretty outspoken about his time here. Um, it's pretty exciting just to see, get those guys back to nostalgia. Um, I know we're having a uh, a documentary actually about those guys, right? Oh, I didn't hear about this. I haven't about heard about that. Like, like an LOB documentary. LOB. No, it's it's the 2013 Seahawks. Um, wow. And they're interviewing like a ton of people. I think it's coming out uh, later this month. Um, oh, this, I didn't like, know this. Is this an official thing or kind of like a? Yeah, no, the Seahawks, the Seahawks <laughs> dropped it yesterday. Uh, did you wow. check your sources or like they, they, you? They dropped the trailer. They dropped the trailer. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not. It's not. This is not ball sack. Yeah, this, is not, <laughs> this is not the untold stories from Netflix. That might be one of the worst documentary series, honestly. Um, you don't like, uh, you don't like, you don't the, like the Manti story? <laughs> <laughs> you know, less the Manti one. That was pretty good. But <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, be, I need to ch- check out that trailer. Be on the lookout for that. that. Um, I'm, I'm very excited about it. They, they got a lot of the key players, including our quarterback at the time. And uh, Percy Harvin? Oh, wow. uh, no, I'm, I I imagine he's pretty hard to get a hold of from uh, <laughs> the area code. Uh, okay, so let's uh, let's keep it moving. Um, do you Are you guys nervous that we can keep the momentum from last season, build off last season, or like – because a lot of times uh, we'll have a good season when you don't expect it, and then they'll just fall off the next season. What makes you oh, guys? Sorry, we totally forgot about Uchenna. <laughs> oh, oh, you got you got the little bag. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, we got the bag. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. Oh, shout out Chenna. Yeah, I think he yeah. was our most uh, consistent. Okay, so, so if, I, if I'm thinking about our starting four real quick, we got Draymond, Jaron Reed, uh, Uchenna, Mario and Edwards, Boye. Yeah, or Derek Hall. Too. I think Derek is behind each other. Yeah. 
No, I think you got it right, Neil. Yeah, Boye started. Sick. Okay. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> um, okay. So, what do you guys, what makes you guys think we can actually uh, build off the momentum of last year and, and keep it going? Is it the coaching? Um, is it just the culture, overall culture we have? What are you guys' thoughts I on think, that? I think it's a, they believe in each other, you know? Last year, they came in, no hopes, surprised everyone. This year, they're wondering, you know, if we get it all together, like, what, what can we not do, you know? Because they came in with no expectations, no camaraderie, but we still kept the core, you know, drafted all the pieces that we need. So I think they really believe in what kind of culture we're building around. Yeah, I think you make a good point, Matt. This uh, offseason, I've been watching a ton of interviews between, like, KJ and Sherman. Uh, the one interview that stuck out to me is the one Sherman did with Pete Carroll recently. I think it makes sense why the Seahawks have been so good uh, for you know this last decade. It, it's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, just like you know making people believe in a greater goal. Um, and I think you can see that with this team. Like you know, you, could, you look at KJ's interviews when he interviewed like Quandre, um, just the way he talks about Gino and the rest of the team. You know, there, there's a real strong like brotherhood. I guess. Um, I think that's what it takes to win NFL games, honestly. Like, it takes talent, but um, the, the team has to be mentally there, too. So I think that's the thing that makes me uh, most confident about this year, that they'll be even better uh, Man, just through that. I keep thinking about it. Like, last year, obviously, I think the culture is obviously a big thing, but last year we kind of wore down later in the season, and I keep thinking how young our guys were, right? Like, if you look at our line and people coming off injury, right? Because Diggs was, said he still had a bunch of like scar tissue from breaking his leg. Tariq Woolen, rookie. Trey Brown just came back midseason. Like, um, obviously, our linebackers are brand new. Our offensive line is brand new. Our running back was brand new. So I just keep thinking, like, damn, if they can take the leap this year, like with a full, full offseason of playing together. Then yeah, I think they can keep the momentum and, and and get better. I get excited. The only thing I would be worried about though is the new linebacking core and new D line if they can play cohesively. But hopefully Bobby can stitch that up. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so maybe uh, you kind of touched on the topic. Um, do we have you guys think we have enough to keep up in the trenches? La trenches last year, you know, toward, especially towards the end of the season, uh, the interior of our offensive line was so bad. We would get pushed back like, left and right, especially from the center position. Austin Blythe retired. Thank goodness. We got Evan Brown from the Lions. Um, <laughs> I don't what? know how good Evan Brown is. <laughs> we drafted Olu. Yeah, we drafted yeah. Olu, Olu with Tommy. I mean, it does make me nervous about this upcoming season. Like, it's it was a huge part of like kind of why we maybe stalled towards the end of the season. Uh, Gino wasn't getting to his reads. K nine maybe kind of stalled out a little bit. I mean, like I feel like we all we saw the weakest offense we ever had in the playoff game, right against San Francisco, I would say. And Gino had to put on like kind of like throw it all out there and still get like uh, hit almost every other play. K nine didn't get much like running room. So yeah, I mean, I think the offensive line, if we could, if they can just hang just a little longer, it should make sense. But I don't know. How, I don't. I don't even know who this Evan Brown is. 
I think uh, I forgot the, what the stats were, but whenever he he was a guard for the Lions, I think. But whenever he played center, he was like pretty good. I think is what they the grade the PFF grades were. I don't have the exact number though. Oh, uh, naturally a guard. Yeah, but I was like, I don't know. I Damien. I mean, that's called Charles Cross looked really good. He's coming in his second year. Him and Lucas, amazing rookie tackles. And just getting that experience under them, I think our I think our O line is. I'm actually more worried about our the, our defensive interior line than I am with our offensive line. I think the only question mark is the center for me on the O line. But then we also like if Evan Brown doesn't work, we still have Olu. You know, yeah, he's a highly rated uh, center from Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he won the he won the best center of college football the mm-hmm. award last year. All right. Hey, I'll take that. Uh, yeah. All right. So go ahead, Chris. Oh, I was just going to say, I think to answer your question, do we have enough in the trenches to keep up with the Niners? Like, I'm, I just think no. But compared to last year, we revamped our whole D line. O line should take a leap this year. So I think we should, that, the gap should be closing a little bit. But <clears throat> I think the Niners are just still so elite and you saw how much they invest in their line and uh, um so yeah I, I think they still have the advantage there but um definitely have got made that gap a little closer yeah that's that's really good i mean a little confidence heading into the season uh the one thing that's pretty annoying that's been a very constant theme the last few seasons is the rookie health curse i swear our rookies are always hurt why Besides uh, DK, who I don't even think has missed a game, um, everyone has been hurt, especially to begin their their career. So Spoon has hampered with a hamstring injury. Um, Malik McDowell. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> Freak accident. I mean, it's still, it's still <laughs> <Totally. an> <laughs> I mean, even, even K9, Charbonnet, Macintosh, Eskridge, Penny. Dude. I think we have very few guys that like early round picks. I think that yeah. have had really good health. Yeah, I think it's like two things. One being just the level of practice. You know, we're one of the hardest working practicing teams in the NFL, and these guys—they're coming straight from college. You know, they're not used to like that kind of work on their body. And also, I think it's the culture that the Seahawks have. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's about competing giving it your all every day. So I think they're also maybe pushing themselves a little bit too hard to like make, make that point, but also cause they don't really know like the balance yet in their rookie years. So here, here's kind of my question. I think um, on the defense, you know, the three groups, D line, uh, D line linebackers and like the uh, DBs. Um, I mean, we have kind of have our starting, but I think I'm most intrigued by how the DBs are going to pan out between like Kobe Bryant, Mike Jack, Trey Brown, Spoon. Um, obviously, Reek, I think, has already like cemented himself. But there's also like Julian Love and Jamal Adams, right? How are they going to pan out? So I was curious for you guys, what's your guys' biggest question marks ahead of the season for, for the defensive groups? Damn. I'm glad you bring that up, Ian, because I was actually going to say – how surprised I was that Trey Brown is listed as the starter opposite 
of uh, Wolin. Oh, really? Him, him, and Mike Jack are in a competition. Yeah, right now, but I think he's got the the leg up on that. I, I really uh, like Trey Brown. I've always liked him since he was a rookie. I think to answer your question, Yim, my biggest question mark is Jamal Adams and just his role on, you know, I think we were starting to see flashes of him finally getting utilized correctly last year in the very first game, you know, he's getting to the quarterback and everything like that. But yeah, I mean, he's fully healthy this year and we're, we're pretty deep in the secondary. So I just want to see like, you know, how, how he's going to be utilized. So I think that's my biggest question mark. Uh, they did restructure his contract. I don't know if you guys saw that news yesterday. We restructured his contract to create $6.6 million in cap space for the rest of this year. That means his cap hit for the next two years goes up by $3 million each year. So any thought of actually cutting him this year or even next year, I very much doubt because his cap hit for the next year is like 23 and the next year is like 26. So basically we locked him in for three years. Pretty much. I I don't really see us cutting him if he's gonna like, you know, cost us this cap number. This crazy cap number. Why did we do that? Just to free up space this year? Is there somebody we're trying to make move for this year? Um, I think they I, just want to have that option in mm. case, you know, someone someone like comes up or something. I see. Yeah. In general, uh, I think teams wanna have operate with about ten million in cap space just in case like people get hurt, op- uh, players come available. Um they, they like to have that wiggle room. Yeah, cool. I think to that point, though, it's like if we're fully invested in Jamal Adams, which I think the trade so far has not worked out well for us, um, you know, it's, we got to really see, like, how where he fits into this defense. You know, he's got to make a way bigger impact than he has the past couple of years. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think, like, when he is in there, he does make an impact, though, like more than our average defenders. And I think uh, the Julian Love sign, I think we signed Julian Love to be a safety. He has, like, way better coverage skills than Jamal. So I think they're going to, with that uh, flexibility, signing those two starting safeties with a lot of range on the field, you, we got, that, that gives us more flexibility with what we want to do with Jamal. So it's like, we don't have to just throw him out there as a safety coming back from injury. So there's there's a lot of different things we can do with him. We have so many people though for that type of like role. Like even Kobe Bryant kind of ha- fills that similar type of role. I think he did play a little safety in the preseason. Uh, he started at safety. Yeah, he actually looked yeah. not bad. <laughs> He's big for a cornerback. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. Like my ideal thing with Jamal is like moving him to linebacker. That's where I thought he would best fit. So I would really love to see them explore that um, this year. So yeah, I don't know. All right, for sure. All right, let's get uh, let's get going to the game. Um, what do we? What are the keys to the game, guys? Oh, just just go ahead, rattle off a few. Let's let's talk about that. Want to expose these DBs, bro? Let's. See. There's some no names out there. Yeah. Rams are for three a bunch of elite right wide out. First of all, Cooper Cup is is hurt. Like if we get if we get cut up by like four no name wide receivers, I'm gonna be livid. Two two Atwell already did it last year, bro. He did. That was a two two Atwell. John wasn't it? John Wolford cutting yeah. this up. Two yeah. two Atwell, and then what was that other guy's name? Something Powell. Oh, Brandon Powell. Like the two, like five, 
but the Rams game is always tough, man. I think the biggest key here, Cam Akers, they're going to last three games of the season. Cam Akers went for a hundred plus. Um, and one, you know, one game he had three touchdowns. So I think there's going to be a steady dose for him. I think that's the key of the game. They can stop uh, Akers, make the Rams one dimensional. Should be a pretty easy win. Yeah, Cam Akers definitely is has all the talent in the world. Yeah. Um, I just, to me, I just feel like if we're gonna make a statement as a defense, and and to sh- to, to prove to to me that oh we're better this year, we're gonna more disciplined and everything like that, we got to keep passing yards under two hundred. I think 200 is a fair number. Yeah, just under 200. And I, I would be very happy. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're in for a dogfight this game. I'm not going to lie. It seems like a scrappy, low-scoring game, in my opinion. Do you guys think uh, Bobby could give us some insight, you know, playing for them for a year, giving us, you know, what their tendencies are? Or do you think this is even, like, even a revenge game for him, you know, some team he just played for? Or is this a one-year stint? He doesn't care. <laughs> he mentioned it. He mentioned like how uh, he wants. He, he's curious to see how he's going to go against McVay. Um, McVay's going to counter for sure. Um, I don't really think he has. He's going to like hate the Rams too much. I mean, he didn't probably didn't even know half his teammates. Yeah. I, I always think some pe- sometimes. I think it's kind of rare to get those kind of uh, insights from players. I think there was like one. Where, uh, oh, it was when Bobby was saying that, like, Russell was still using, like, this, the same hand signals or something like that. Or somebody was saying, like, uh, Russell was still using, like, the same hand signals. Oh, it was Lock. It was Lock. It was Lockett. Oh, it was yeah. Lockett, right? But, uh, for, for Bobby, I don't, I feel like it's just going to be a, oh, they think we're going to do this or we're going to do this. So then we're going to counter with this. This is going to be, like, an endless, like, counter. So I don't think there's that much advantage. Um, Unless it's something like an obvious miss, like what, like that Lockett saying that uh, Russ still had the same signals. Yeah, and I think being that this is just another division opponent that we've seen, you know, twice a year for for a long time now. I don't think there's really much surprises going into this game. So it, I agree with Sean, though. It's going to be a dogfight. Every time, it seems like every time you play the Rams, it's no matter how far of a talent gap there is between the two teams, it's always like a close scoring game. So. I think one player we're forgetting about, Aaron Donald, too. He's, like, literally <laughs> destroyed us. Like, we just need – just don't even – He's been out call the last closer. couple games we faced. Yeah. I know. He's still yeah, – I was I hoping mean, he retired. He's but, kind of uh... under his radar still, but, I mean, he's still incredible. So, so is this – we have two more years with Pete Carroll, at least on his contract? When did he sign that extension? I think they extended it. The rest of his lifetime. Wasn't that extension like last year, right? I feel like it was or... pretty recent. I'm just get a search. He's like 73 or something. So I'm just gonna... He signed through the 2025 season. So he, yeah, he he started, getting his, started getting his kids on the staff, TBH. He, he did. <laughs> his kids already, already are. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Carroll. That's what I'm talking about. Dude. His hey, name is Steve Peter. Carroll. <laughs> Pete's our QB three, dude. <laughs> dude. That's so funny. Like, that one is so funny. I swear, it just looks like like Seahawks are having more fun too. You know, like playing. Yeah, like they're just like Absolutely. free. You know, just like 
that's why it gives us excitement, you know, just yeah. to look forward to this year. Okay, um, I think that's pretty good for the the keys to the game, guys. I uh, just kind of want to go quickly around the league. Anything you guys want to see from week one? Things to look out for maybe coming up this year? J-E-T-S, Jets, baby. Gang green. All in. Hard knocks. All in. Let me look at my fantasy team real quick, see what I need to root for. Yeah, I think a key game one for me is this Denver-Oakland game. I don't know. I, I got Russ being the comeback game, player bro? of the year. That sounds like a terrible game. <laughs> I, got, I got Russ being comeback player of the year. I'm not going to lie. I think uh, Sean Payton uh, he might make Denver dangerous again. So I mean, team to look I, out I got Russ as my quarterback for one league, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> and I don't have any of these guys on my team, but I'm excited for uh, Ravens. With Lamar, they're always like first, second, third seed. Revamp the whole offense. Bring in was it was it Monken from Georgia, passing oh. first coordinator. Art Monken, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, I forget his name, but and then they also bring Todd in Dave Flowers, Odell Bateman. Um, oh, excited. I, I I do agree with Ravens, and plus, um, J.K. Dobbins is going to be like finally help fully healthy, like full, yeah. full off season. So. I think that I think it's a good pick. Actually, one of the one of the uh, surprise team sleepers that I think um, might come out is uh, Washington Commanders. Yeah, I heard Howell's good. I think yeah, Howell, yeah, Howell, Howell, Howell will surprise the league. They got Bianami. Got to root for our Asian brother, bro. That's true. Howell's <laughs> and they have that new OC. So I'm like. I think that's. I think they're gonna come out like striking because they've always had talent, but they've had like the worst quarterback play. But they said Sam Howell actually might be able to do it. I mean, he was a first round pick like in every mock for his freshman sophomore seasons, and and then he and then he ended up no, he ended up going fifth. Fifth, oh, because he had like a bad junior year or whatever year it was. He came out, but he was projected first for like multiple seasons. Can't be worse than Carson Wentz, man. <laughs> <laughs> that guy got so many chances. He got a lot um, of money, at least. One guy I'm actually super excited about, uh, not just because he's on my fantasy team, but it's DJ Moore. I think he's getting a second chance with uh, Justin Fields up in Chicago. Um, just like a fresh start. I think him and Fields are going to be really dangerous. I think uh, one thing I'll add quickly, I think there's a lot of teams this year, like on the bubble, like in that same vein, you know, like as the commanders, like I think the Steelers are another team to look out for this year. Uh, another team just kind of like poised to make that leap. But I'm curious, like, what do you guys think of, are there any like good teams last year that you guys think will regress? Oh, the Vikings. I'm Vikings. Yeah, I'm huge yeah, on the Vikings, Vikings regression. Because what, they won Sean, 11 games, single point or something? This year? <laughs> that that's just the hunch bro i i i kind of feel i don't know i don't know we'll see week one i got them that's a super trap game i think in our pick em, it showed the nation had them like 83 percent picked philly minus four and a half this week but uh they are away uh, at New England. yeah yeah I, I they'll still be good i don't know it's it's really rare to see a team lose the super bowl and then come back and yeah, only the Seahawks, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even then, we, we're okay at, at best. 
Um, we made it back to the Super Bowl. I think KC's going to regress. We we lost the Super Bowl. We never made it back. <laughs> we didn't make it back. The next year, what we did we do? The I NFC think Championship we, we lost to uh, Carolina. No, no, no. We no, divisional. no that's divisional. 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 But that was the divisional. Oh my god! That was the last too. time we won a playoff game against the Vikings that year. We haven't won games since. We beat the Philadelphia Eagles. DK oh, Metcalf yeah, rookie year. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Other than that, though. <laughs> is that when you uh, the worst back door of all time hey COVID, no that was, a, that was a monday night <laughs> yeah, that, that was a monday night i don't want to talk about uh, we we're not talking about, about betting yet we're not that fortunate no but i think a, a team that's going to regress chris is is casey and that's not just because they lost to detroit last night <laughs> <laughs> they need some yeah. help with receivers the receivers are abysmal man Ben, is, is that the recipe to beat them then? You just cover Travis Kelsey and then they have to throw to those other guys? I think the Chiefs Tony opens. No, I would yeah, never seriously. count on Mahomes, man. No, Tony was dangerous when he had the ball in his hands last last year. I mean, he, he had is. a bad he's a, game. He's a even utility player. But that's, that's all they got. They only have these utility guys. Yeah, Like, Scanling is has one route and everybody else is like they're depending a lot on like their rookies and their like second year guy receivers too to make the leap where i'm like i think that's asking a lot yeah know? yeah and that hasn't happened with any of their guys yet uh, last year they did get lucky with juju i think i think juju was like a pretty good like veteran, veteran pickup w- yeah. wide receiver there and he's done it miko miko hardman kind of popped off them like last year too right again it only Not has sure. a few route combinations for miko yes I think yeah, they, they kind of trust their rookies. Like two years ago, what they had Creed and Trey Smith, who are both like top five at the position now. And then they had that corner last year, rookie Watson, that didn't he take a pick six to the house, like in the playoffs? The He's starting. Yeah. Something oh, Watson. They do trust He's their young guys. They had McDuffie. They like McDuffie. And they had uh, yeah, McDuffie. And then they had Brian Cook as their starting safety. Like they play with all the contracts, they got to just rely on rookies. A quick, quick shout out to Rashi Rice one time too. You know, all that <laughs> one, one lone bright spot of that. Sorry, wide receiver core. They need to get Justin Ross a few more looks, but or Sky Moore, man, betting on Sky uh, Moore to try to make it. <laughs> I mean, a couple of those throws though were like they're a little bit overthrown. Yeah, like what, like yeah. the ones where they had to fully extend and they like got like their fingertips on it, but. Yeah. We'll say that Tony drop at the very end. Mahomes threw the one behind him too. It's just, it's just rust, you know. The one on Casey, first down. I mean, still uh, touched yeah, both it of was. his hands. It, 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 it was. It was literally <laughs> in his boot. Dude, he's a little behind. You, did you see the the pick six though? It like literally is hit it? his hand. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that one. That one's feasible. <laughs> That was the ball game. That cost him the ball game. Yeah, that was the end for sure. Yeah. No, I think AFC. Uh, not to keep talking about the lead, but one game I'm looking for is the Bengals too. I think usually they lost last year in Cleveland, but um, you know I'm, I'm looking them get off the hot start this year. This might be the year they uh, go back. To, oh, actually, to I'm, the Chiefs. I'm also low key feeling uh, Cleveland. I think Deshaun Watson's going to be. Jesus, Jesus! My God, looks pretty rusty in the uh, preseason, though. Dude, I understand why last year he, you know, hadn't played for a year and a half and he looked terrible. But yeah. I'm like, 
you know, full off season, I feel like he might come back to his normal form. AFC is insane. One thing I thought was super lame of Cincinnati general manager, whoever the hell leaked it, is the Joe Burrow contract right when the Chiefs game started. They they leaked the info. On, this is on purpose uh, of the highest paid hit quarterback in history, right? Like whatever guaranteed he get, um, they just do it intentionally right at the beginning of the Chiefs game. It's just probably it's just a really loser move of probably the the GM over there. Anything to win in this league, I guess. Damn, you're saying, you're saying that affected Mahomes' performance, Clark? <laughs> no. He did look a little off. You think Mahomes heard that somewhere in the locker room? Oh, hey, bro, you said Burrow get that contract? No. But it's just, like, lame that, like, he's trying to take away some, like, you know, the, the Chiefs have the, the, the trophy ceremony, right, or the banner, whatever, but. Oh, you're, just talking, you're just talking about the timing of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to say it was leaked, right? I think Schefter and everyone, like. They leak it to Schefter. Who do, you, who do you think? Yeah, dude, no, but it's like a, it's an it's an official report though. It's not like this is like oh sources say type leak, you know, like yeah. What I, I mean, know. dude, it's it's purely intentional that the timing that Schefter does it is right at kickoff. Anyways, let's uh okay. let's move well, on. Hey, going off that though, uh, oh. fun fact: the 2015 Ohio State is this thing. 2015 Ohio State team has the highest paid quarterback ever, highest paid wide receiver ever, highest paid running back ever, highest paid edge ever, and the highest paid cornerback ever. Who's their agent? Highest <laughs> <laughs> paid quarterback? Who's the highest paid Joe Burrow. Why'd you say Ohio State? Oh, he's he on the house before he was. transferred to yeah, LSU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh damn! Yeah, I, I miss Joe Burrow's contract. I think it's I like realize he's highest ever. I think it's Michael Thomas, Joe Burrow. Bosa. Who's, who's the corner? Bosa, yeah, who's Denzel the Ward. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. Zeke, Zeke, the running back, right? He's the one that. Yeah. Wait, who was the receiver? Was it Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Joe Burrow doesn't go down that route. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's uh let's get get move this thing along. We have our let's get to our scoring predictions of the week. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start us off. I'm predicting 27-16. We're gonna have get off to a good start, guys. Yeah, for me, I actually think I don't I don't think I think our defense is gonna play way better um, than we expect. That's that's kind of what I'm hoping to look forward to because I feel like I feel like that would be a surprise. I feel like our offense might be shaking out some stuff. So I'm saying 24-9. Bang. I'm gonna go uh, 27 to 13. I know Seahawks usually like to make it close, but I think they come out with a statement win. This is to set the tone for the rest of the season. Yeah, damn. I don't know. I said earlier, I see a dog fight. I'm getting uh, some bad bad juju around this game. I think they'll win, but uh, the Vegas minus five. There's something about it, you know. The, those people, they they're always they're always on the dot. So. I think the Seahawks don't cover the spread. I got them twenty to sixteen winning the game, though. And I got them. I got the Seahawks winning twenty four seventeen. It will be a dogfight for sure. It's funny, him. I'm like the opposite of that. I feel like the offense will be super sharp and and on point, but I think our defense will uh, have a little struggle to begin with. But yeah, hopefully they'll be able to close it out. Yeah. Um... Speaking of, I think I heard somebody say Vegas. Uh, 
Speaking of Vegas, we got our weekly betting picks. Sean, I think you got a couple lined up for us. This is, uh, again, this is not financial advice, everybody. <laughs> it's that time of year again, huh? Bring some stress to your Sundays. All right, I got three, uh, let's, let's just call them super locks this weekend. First one. <laughs> first one. <laughs> I've been talking about it. I've been talking about it. Denver minus 3.5 against the Raiders. I really think Sean Payton and Russ, they're, they're here to make a statement um, and just show to their fan base, like, they're for real this year. Um, next game I love, uh, Green Bay. I'll, I'll take the money line at Chicago. They're plus one right now, so you might as well throw in the money line, win, win a few extra bucks. Uh, <laughs> I think Jordan Love, I I don't know, something about I think Christian Watson's going to have a big year. Aaron Jones being slept on as well. I, I think uh, – their defense as well, um, still still pretty good there with like Jair and and others. Um, next it, one, uh, does it sway your vote that uh, Christian Watson's out? Oh, he's out. out. Yeah, right. Before. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. I I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. Super cool. lock, huh? They got Ro- <laughs> Romeo Romeo Dubes there or whatever. Yeah, they they throw it. Things questionable still. Yeah. Game time decision. No, I'm I'm still riding with the Packers. Um, and then the next one. I got Chargers, Dolphins over 51. Um, seems like kind of a trap bet, but I, I think, uh, you know, like that one. high powered yeah, offenses, like shootout game, looking good. Yep. All right. Those are my, my locks of the week. I don't know why you say it's so stressful. It's a lock. <laughs> um, that's neither here nor there. I mean, okay. you, just, you just get a super lock. So, okay. Next, Austin, I know you got some season futures for us. Yes, yes, yes. Before the uh, start of the season, we Seahawks uh, podcast has to put in a few bets. So, we got a couple of group bets we're going to be keeping track of. Um, the first one is going to be. Uh, the win projections for the Seahawks. They got us at eight and a half wins for the season. And uh, for us homers, that sounds really low. Eight and a half, that's it? <laughs> eight and a half, yes. that's it. I mean, so we looked at the schedule. The schedule looks pretty tough, honestly. But um, but I think we're more capable than eight wins. So we're going over on the season of eight and a half wins. Um, they also have us at even at making playoffs. Which is at a minus one twenty, and since we made playoffs last year, and we think we're only gonna get better this year, we're also betting on making the playoffs. Um, now, these are where it gets interesting. Uh, we are plus two hundred at winning the NFC West. Uh, San Francisco is the far favorites. Rams and um, Rams and Cards are, are are far underdogs. They aren't even close. But plus two hundred, so we put some on that as well. Um, because we do think there's a chance if we if we kind of make that leap, and then um, our our season projection for us and within the Inside Slant, our group consensus is that we're losing in the NFC Championship. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know if this is group consensus. consensus. I'm not going to say group hey, consensus. Uh, <laughs> it sounds pretty accurate. This is pretty week one. <laughs> group consensus just means. Um, a majority vote among the five doesn't mean that everybody voted for that. <laughs> so Popular we're betting vote. on that plus 1,000 Seahawks losing in the NFC championship. 
There we are with the season futures. Yeah, and we are dropping this pod out today, Friday. So make sure you get those in before 10 a.m. Sunday. Actually, you can get those in before 1 p.m. Sunday, right before the season starts for our team. Um, Wait, so when uh, if we make it to the NFC Championship, do we still win if they make it past that? Or we're rooting against them at that point? It's a win-win. Someone go for, so far as to say free money. So, <laughs> again, not financial advice. Guys, this has been great. I think we got to take it down to our uh, Seahawks salute of the week. Presented by Sarducci's. Formerly on the Ave, the original location is located near the Google campus in Kirkland. Sarducci's, you can get a three-inch sandwich, six-inch sandwich, or similar to their competitor, a foot long. They would. They were known for the mouth-watering subs, <laughs> better bread, and their signature sandwich, the bomb. This, <laughs> this Seahawks salute goes out to... <laughs> Some guy who uh, who I think maybe doesn't really get enough love when it comes to the the great teams of the Seahawks, or may some may say, a little too much love. Love Earl Thomas, baby, everyone. Um, Earl Thomas, he is the three-time All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler, one-time Super Bowl champ, member of the 2010 Hall of Fame team. Man, uh, Earl Thomas was at his prime was mentioned with the likes of Ed Reed, uh, Bob Sanders, Ronnie Lott. This guy was all over the field and all over uh, the sidelines as well. Some may remember him on the cart leaving the Seahawks, but I want to remember him as the great Seahawk he was. So Earl Thomas, we salute you. We don't forget about you. <laughs> Go Hawks, baby. Go Hawks. Let's go.